1: What's going on,
2: everybody? Welcome to episode 339 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined, as always, by Mr. Jack Rabbit Slim himself, Willie Sailor, coming at us from Easton, Pennsylvania, to my right, in a beautiful USA Wrestling crewneck sweatshirt. Clean-shaven he is? Clean-shaven. Well, you know he's going home this week, so he's got a... Uh-oh! Um, I'm sure he's got some hot dates lined up. He's going to see his see his mother... I'll do it. Willie, I can't hear you that good, buddy. What'd you say?
1: Said Did you update the Tinder profile? Oh, my gosh. No
2: t- no Tinder talk here. To my left, Kyle Bracky, the uh, head greenskeeper at the Austin uh, public golf course. <laughs> so he's here, and we're coming off uh, another... All right, one more time with the song. let bring it back. Uh, hey. The song's playing. There it goes. All right. Um, one more time. So last weekend, really... We were kind of like, well, not much going on. Not that, well, a lot of stuff happened, and I think you got to start with the Penn State Arizona State duel, which was an absolute destruction um, after one twenty-five, and I think even though it's not the first match, I think we got to start with seventy-four and the performance from Mark Hall uh, against Saheed Valencia, where you know Zahid talked in the interview. He's like, I'm ten and one against this guy. It's like. You know, he didn't say it's not a rivalry, but like, kind of like a, hey, here's a little reminder. Um, he beat me one time on a headgear pull. I'm the man. And um, uh, I don't know what it was, but I didn't think Zahid looked himself personally. And I think there, there's, I mean, I know there's there's reasons for that. But also, I, th- I just think trying to win in that place is like, man, it's really tough. I mean, when's the last... You know, I think McKenna over Lee is one, but there's a lot of like close how many close matches going in does like does Penn State lose there? It's pretty it's pretty rare well, to happen.
1: Casser came in as the backup last year and beat Moore, right? right? You see a lot more that way than the other way.
2: Right, right, exactly. <clears throat> so, I thought a couple things. One, Zahid's attack rate was really really low. He got his hands locked on one shot. That's just unheard of. I mean, this guy is Hands moving, darting in, getting, uh, getting to legs frequently, just creating a lot of flurries. He wasn't creating flurries. There was one exchange. He got his hands locked on a single, and really the counter by Mark was like, man, I can't believe. Not that I can't believe it worked, but it's like he's kind of stepped in there and he came off the leg, and he was on the leg. It was like it was pretty simple. It was too easy, and so. Um, you know, my thought going into this match was Mark wins this one. I still think Zahid's the better guy and will win at NCAs. And even though it was, like, dominant and Zahid really didn't get close and he got ridden like crazy, like, Mark's never ridden him like that. I mean, when he beat him, Zahid got away, no problem. So I think come Pittsburgh, Saturday night, hopefully, should be Saturday night. I'm, they should still be one and two. Um. What could mess it up is like, well, if Mark loses somehow at Big Tens or whatever. But either way, it, you, you you safely assume that it'll be Saturday night, and um, I still think it's Zahid. But um, that him, that he, was the he, question I got. I got asked a lot after that match because I said I got Mark, but Zahid's the better guy, and I think you know, which basically means I think he'll win NCAs. And everyone's like, well, what do you think now? I think the same thing.
1: Yeah, did, did Amin won Cliff King right?
2: Yeah, beat
1: Lewis. So the only thing the only thing that would stop him from being one two, Mark and Zahid, would be if Miles upset Mark at big tens or something like that.
2: Right, right.
1: And ran the table. But I, I, I think I think it was a good call on Mark. Um, I think outside of, of Penn State fans and most people I, I think most people probably pick Zahid. I think it was a clear, you know, Zahid's a takedown better, um, based on what we saw last year based on, you know, Zahid pushing Kyle Dake to the brink. Yeah. Um,
2: Ma- massacring Alex Derringer.
1: Yeah. So I, I, think the smart money was on Zahid. Uh, I don't think either of them, I don't think either Mark or Zahid, good job by you for picking Mark, but I think, I don't think most people, um, saw it coming. And, uh, Zahid, like you said, he didn't he didn't look himself. His attack rate wasn't high. We saw with Zahid either what he became or what his strategy was last year at the All-Star match, right? It was like high volume, high pace, and he said it in an interview afterwards. He's like, you know, I might take 30 shots and one will make it, right, against Mark, the great defense. Um, so you know he has that mentality. We just didn't see it physically. And I was texting, I don't know, somebody, a D1 coach, I think. And mm-hmm. it was just like, uh, it's hard to stay up that long for Zaheed, You know, he was peaked in Ju- uh, July. There was there was some question.
2: You know, I, I think they wondered if they should have maybe just kind of shut him down for the first semester and let him kind of recover because he was going through f- the whole Final X process, ne- never really got to – Slowed down. And he's been going for a while like that. So he was on a team last year, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, he's been going pretty much straight through. So, I think there there may be some of that going on. I, I don't know if he's... Uh, I mean, I don't think he's 100%. I don't think he looked 100%. I think we saw the knee brace. Um, you know, maybe a hand thing going on there as well. But, I just think by by the time March rolls around, it'll it'll be fine. But... Man, what what a performance by Mark. And and Mark's going to be it's going to be it won't be another 10-2 or what 8-2 <clears throat> match uh like it was in Cleveland. I just don't I just think that's not happening again.
3: The thing <clears throat> for me is like so after Mike did that awesome breakdown of Saheed and Mark Hall, which if you guys haven't watched that, even though the match is over, go back and watch it again and then watch the match again and watch, like, the first, I don't know, 45 seconds. Like, they do the, exactly what Mike was talking about there. Um, but we were kind of talking about Mark's riding ability. And Mark has never really turned people, in college at least, but his riding has now mm. been huge. I'm, I'm talking, like, against the best guys. Like, if we're, like, nitpicking Mark Hall, like, yeah. he's not turning people, right? Yeah. Um, his but his riding has now helped him beat Bo Jordan, Miles Amin, and Zaid Valencia. Right. So at this point, Mark's pretty close to elite on top in terms of holding guys down, ability to hold guys down.
2: Yeah. When he needs to. I I just remember when he was a true freshman, he tilted up Crutchmer. Um, he's got it. But you're right. It's not. He's not. He's not Bo. He's not Nolf, He's not Zane. He's not. It's not like his thing. But yeah, he can he can get a ride, and and that's the thing that Mike pointed to is like he's got a lot of ways to win. Um, so yeah, I, it was a great match. I wish they ended with it. I don't really understand why you would not, it's an easy layup, in my opinion, to end with the best match, but for whatever reason, and it's not just this duel, many duels, they just elect to either start at 25 or draw at a random weight, and I don't necessarily understand it, but, um, you know, it sounds like it was the coach's decision Maybe I, th- I think Arizona State wanted it to start at 125. They felt like, eh, you know, hey, maybe we, we get a little momentum going. We win at 25. Maybe Milhoff can get something going. And they quickly learned that Milhoff's not getting anything going against uh, Roman Bravo Young. That was, you know, it's interesting. It's like, man. Uh, and I don't know what, what Arizona State's going to do at 25. I guess, I mean, I think it's going to be Milhoff. Unless, I mean, Courtney's opportunity is going to be Midland's. And if he outplaces Milhoff there, then that's his, that's his shot to start. Otherwise, I don't know what's going what's on. Going because to
1: Milhoff happen. weighed in at 25.
2: Yeah. And, man, that's, um, yeah. I mean, Roman just continues to look like, I mean, after that match, it's, it was a little more eye opening, and it's still, yet at the same time, I'm like, man, I just need to see him against a 33 pounder, like, all right, and like he entered the rankings because there is some ranking value to beating someone good, right? And yeah. he is undefeated, which is a lot of it was what a lot of other 33s can't say at this point. And beating the guys you should beat has some value. So he's 17th right now, which is like not much better than being unranked, frankly, considering he could very well be a top five guy, and I think he is in my mind, but. Man, he just looks so complete and so unbelievably <clears throat> varied. You know, like Mark Hall, so varied. Right? He's got—he's maybe more diverse than Mark in terms of skill set. I mean, he's got his reattacks are really good. He can generate his own offense. He's—who knew? I mean, w- when he when he messed up Rooney, we we're like, whoa, he's good on top. Like I had no idea. Like we're watching Vito Russo, we're like, Vito's good on top. I didn't really realize that because the now he had a little more of a. Folk style resume because he wrestled at super thirty two, but by and large, we just watched Vito on the freestyle Matt. That's where he's made his money. So it's so it's so
1: crazy to me that you know you see these guys um, their whole high school career and you evaluate them and and you look at their their skill sets and what they bring to the table and they can do this well and and you know the, there's a lot of sort of elite guys. Uh, The level of high school wrestling is very good. The kids are better now than they were 10 years ago and 20 years ago. The level's great. But, you know, you see Roman Bravo Young having 3-2 matches and overtime matches in high school. And then six months later, he's just torquing everybody uh, in college and tilting people and riding people. It's like, you know... Nine months ago, you were in overtime with Joey Silva.
2: Yeah, and lost. It's
1: just, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's um, I mean, you know, environment matters, right? Who's he, tra- I mean, who Who's he training? With a
1: sunny side, now he's at Penn State. Yeah, who knew? I mean, the big thing for me is who I, I, never saw any indication that he was this proficient on top.
2: No, none. I know. I had no idea. Uh, so he looks. He looks every bit of the part still to this day. Um, Scuffle's going to be a good test for him. I'm guessing Dayton, even though kind of a lot of people are suggesting he may be down at 25, I don't – I hope not. Well, he can't. He can't
3: by like, Scuffle. I mean, I haven't seen weighing sheets, but unless he weighed in at like Super 27 late. this past weekend at Northern Colorado.
2: Okay, so it's not
3: happening. Well, yeah. I
1: think – you know th- – it's not, it's not crazy to hear people speculating about Dayton Fix going twenty-five. You know, uh, there was rumors all summer. They were back and forth with it. They, you know, uncommittal, uh, noncommittal. Um, but I think where the genesis of this starts, this current rumor of Dayton might be at twenty-five, um, might be from a message board, in that one of their insider kind of guys is is posting that there's new lineup changes coming for Oklahoma State and, uh, you know, weight shifts coming for Oklahoma State. And I think that obviously
2: That's people... more Joe Smith related than Dayton yeah. fixed.
1: Right. So so P- this guy teases lineup changes and people think, oh, maybe Dayton, maybe Caden, maybe Cade. this People are moving around. It's back half of the lineup stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the, the, I think they're going to – Jo- we're gonna see Joseph in the starting lineup eventually at some point. Um I don't know what Weigel's situation is in terms of injury, if they're gonna be doing some bumping up. Uh it sounds like that's what they're leaning towards. But I maybe we'll learn more at Reno, uh what what direction they're going. Maybe we can uh we'll send Nomad to just go snag some weigh in sheets.
3: Yeah, that well that's the thing that with Dayton dropping is like it's not gonna be a surprise, guys.
0: Because he's
2: going to have to be weighing in
3: light. There's no, like... like
2: Spay and uh, Mike will be there on the ground in Reno. All right, we're going to have Mike... Um, so if he weighs in, in at, like,
3: 131. No point way. Point something. Like, okay, we know he's on the way down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't... Yeah, so you're right. He's probably not going down for scuffle, which is good. So with Dayton... I mean, Dayton, RBY... I, I, I think a lot of people might not think this is a match, but I really do. I think it's a great match. I of think... Of course, yeah. Um... Uh, and and what I'm saying is I think most people think that Dayton will beat Roman. But it. I can tell you this. It's going to be close. There, I, I just don't see how he blows him out of the water. And Roman's going to be tough to get to. He's tough to score on. Roman's going to get in on legs. Now, I don't know if he's ready to finish on Dayton. And I, I know he's good on top. I don't think he can ride him. And I think Dayton is probably better on top. And that could be how he wins the match against Roman. But... Uh, it's it's gonna be within the margins and, and Roman's gonna be within a takedown late. I do feel strongly about that. And the other guy who I kind of when I, I tweeted about this after everyone's watched Roman smash Milhoff were like, holy cow, this guy may be in the next level and then I said, Okay, scuffle Dayton Roman and Nomad said Austin Gomez too. And that he's another one where it's man, how where where does he really fit? We watched him beat DeSanto, so we know he's pretty 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 stout guy
3: the the only like information we have is freestyle mm-hmm. veto beat rby and freestyle gomez beat veto uh, between juniors and u23s mm-hmm. so that's like that's the only real compared to data Well you
1: know when you talk about gomez um and i love gomez but there's certain we, we talked about carson karsla and like does this translate to gomez scores a lot of freestyle Freestyle points. Mm-hmm.
2: He also scores a lot of folk style points. I mean, he he's he's really well rounded. I, I think he's I think he's super. Um, no, I mean, I'm right. Just he saying, is oh. good. He is good internet. He has a good international style. In that he's good on top. He can gut guys. He's got good like counter stuff. But he can get to legs and finish. Um, I I do. I don't know how great he is on top at this point or bottom truly. But I, I think from neutral, he's got a really nice, well-rounded skill set. He beat Guillen, who's who's tough, uh, from Ohio.
0: So He I, got away from him, too, and Guillen's good on top.
3: Yeah. So here's the question for Scuffle. How are they going to seed it? So Dayton should be one, and Gomez will probably be two. Robbie Wise should be three, I think. So the other guys there that are ranked are Nickel and Myers.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean— so is
3: it going to be RBY Dayton semi or RBY Gomez semi? Yeah,
2: holy crap! That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. the, you could, you could make a point that Roman should be like the five uh, potentially. And which, really, well,
1: I, I, I mean, mean,
2: who did he, he beat? Why? I mean, Corbin Myers is an established guy for years. If You
3: talk about seating. I don't. Yeah, I don't think five is out of yeah, the question. I, seating.
1: Yeah, I know. The, the thing is, none of them have really college credentials.
2: Well, cor- uh, Well, I'm
1: so- talking about out of the three. Meyer, I mean, uh, Gomez, Dayton, and RBY. I mean... Oh,
2: Dayton certainly does. Yeah.
1: Well, Dayton has last year's Reno, but RBY and... He, and- beat, he beat Ethan Lezak. You
2: yeah, know, Dayton, okay. Dayton will be one. So, won.
1: Dayton, but RBY and okay. Gomez... What did Gomez do last Gomez, year? Gomez
2: well nothing, but he beat DeSanto this year. That's gonna be that's yeah. a far better thing than anyone else has done in this. So those two those two are a clear one and two. Yeah. It's it's Roman, Myers, and and Nickel that are and, and you know Myers Myers is beating guys. Nickel's beating guys. It's gonna be if they seed Myers ahead of RBY, you shouldn't hold be on. shocked. Now did Nickel and this is a did Nickel and Rooney wrestle?
3: At yes. that, possibly. Okay,
2: a... so if if Rooney beat Nickel, um, RBY beat Rooney, therefore he could at least beat it. A... Nickel beat Rooney. Nickel beat Rooney. That doesn't help us, boys. See, that's the win you could kind of point to, because well, I mean, he beat a twenty-five pounder.
1: We're seventeen minutes in. We're talking about Tim Rooney.
2: Hey, and I I can't promise it this all won't come be... back to him. It all comes back to Tim Rooney. <laughs> I've been saying this for years now. Uh, finally coming true. A lot of people ask why did, uh, one of our FRL questions is, why did Zeke Jones bump up Ryan Milhoff? I mean, I think the answer is actually obvious. There's no, there's no loose situation for him. Yeah, well, I mean, you have two good 25-pounders. You know that one of your 25-pounders is going to easily beat Devin Schnupp. Your backup, or your, either your 25-pounders are better than your 33. Therefore, it is very logical to bump him up. Now, I... And Maybe they thought, okay, we can make it close and he can steal it at the end. I don't think, I don't think they expected a 14-1 to beatdown. They weren't just trying to throw him to the wolves. But you don't really – I don't think they really knew what they were getting Ryan into when they sent him out there. So that was that. Um, any other thoughts on the duel? My main takeaway with watching this team was like this is their best team I think I've ever seen for <laughs> Penn State. I, I really believe that. I, I think it might be, and it's crazy because Zane's gone. Last year's team had Zane, but I just think by the time March rolls around, Roman's clicking. Nick Lee looks great. Burgie's gonna be in the round of twelve, maybe he's t- seventh or eighth. Um, that's the
1: one. That's one thing I think that we learned. Uh, I mean, I, I think I know it's only one match, but you know, and maybe it's the um, juxtaposition of watching. Watching Penn State guys go out and, and absolutely dominate. I mean, they're just racking up points, or scoring from every position. Uh, and then you had Bergie who won a match without taking a shot. Um, yeah. And I just think, uh, I just think he's going to struggle with weight. I don't think he's going to be super active. The whole year. And he's year.
2: never. You know, his game has always been short offense, reattack stuff. His reattacks are maybe some of the best in the game he's not gonna he's not yet an offense generator I think we saw that in freestyle a little bit and um for yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for him but I still think he looking at the forty nine landscape he's gonna be in the mix to be a top eight guy but he's just he's just icing right 'cause yeah go yeah north.
1: i i know i just there, there were a lot of comments on message boards and twitter and stuff afterwards um you know, you watch these guys dominate everybody before Bergey, everybody after Bergey, and their pace, and they you know, they're moving. Um, I, I just think t- two things. One, I think that's what you're going to get out of Bergey this year because of the weight, and two, like you said, that's his style. So I don't think it's a one-match thing. I don't think it's like, well, he'll be more active next time. I don't think. No. I think, I don't, I think that's what he's going to be this year.
2: Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with that, and then they just go. I mean, their Murderers Row is fifty-seven up. Nolf, Chenzo Hall, she, uh, Rashid Nickel Kasar. I mean, Rashid text Cordell Norfleet, who's good, like teched him easily. He's clearly a. I mean, in my opinion, he's a top three guy, and I don't think I think I think Miles is actually a really bad matchup for Shakur, but man, he looked really good. Um, Mark, of course, Chenzo. It all kind of came down to one exchange, and I didn't really like the way necessarily it was called, though I do think Chinzo was entitled some points in it. Um, I thought the count was insanely fast to go from. The, the near-fall counts especially. The danger takedown, I agree with, but, man, the full four, there were some times he was not in 45, is barely in 90. And they, It's like he kept the same count going for the danger, which is 90, and near-fall, which is 45, which I get is tough, but it wouldn't have changed a thing, man. Chenzo is just on a different level from Shields.
1: Chenzo Chenzo is, and and he... I was impressed with his pace. Not that he's ever not been aggressive, but he wrestled hard for seven minutes. He was moving forward, you know, at the end of the match. Um, But sometimes, some of those things... And I I was really intrigued to watch Chenzo and and Shields, because I'm probably... I don't know. I like Shields probably more than the average fan. Um, but to me, that was a bit of – that match was a bit deflating, that situation. Because Chenso gets that non-control point, points and it's like, all right, this over. one's over. Yeah, Shields ain't coming back. It's over in the first period. There's yeah. no
2: coming back. But that's, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, Nickel, of course. Kassar, of course. Um Anything else here?
0: We've gotten a few questions on Facebook, and everyone wanted to talk about it after the match, about Zahid, should he just bump up? Like, can you talk about that for a second?
2: Yeah, everyone's asking about this. Okay, two guys that are not big that everyone thinks are really big. Zahid Valencia, the weight is not a factor for him. I don't know why people keep saying Nothing, no problem. The weight is not a problem. Now, if you're saying, okay, he could go up and beat Miles easier than Mark... All right, one, I don't necessarily agree that it's any easier or harder. I think he wins both weights, and it's a stupid reason. Two, if you think Zaheed Valencia thinks like that, like, well, I lost to Mark. I should go up to 84 and went Like, it's just not, not how these guys are wired at all. He's like, I'll, I'll just beat Mark next time. And so, and now what I do ag- agree with and thought coming into this year is like, If you want to make the 2020 team, it's at 86, and you need to start getting bigger, and you can't let a year go by. And to me, him staying at 74 makes no sense in that way because I think he should be working on getting as big as possible with that in mind, with knowing that 84-74, you're going to win. But that's not what he chose to do. I don't know why. I don't really understand it. Maybe he thinks, you know, I want to win a world title at 79 kilograms this year. Dake's going down. It could be my weight. I could get some really value. Maybe that's what he's thinking. I don't know what he's thinking there. But I do think it was a decision that impacts negatively his 2020 pursuits. But in terms of him going up because he's not going to be functional at 74, not a thing. That is has yeah. nothing
1: to do with the problem right now. Agree 100% across the board um, with everything he said. And I think I understand what you're saying about 2020. I kind of like if he stays at 79, just selfishly, because I think he's going to be amazing there. Yeah, uh, but you're right uh, people see two, th- two factors into the Zaheed loses to Mark Hall and some people say that he should go just go up to 84 two factors that play into that one is this incredibly stupid pervasive and long lasting uh, misconception that he's huge for the weight mm-hmm. and two he looks sluggish so people were like, oh, that's the weight cut. No.
2: won the weight cut. Not like, a weight cut. And I was going to say, there's two guys that everyone thinks is are huge and not huge. The other one is Vito. Vito is like, you know, when I talked to Cornell coaches, they're like, he's 135 pounds. He's not, he just didn't, he don't want to cut down. No one wants to cut weight. He didn't really want to, but he can't beat Chaz Tucker. So he goes down and he makes his it fine. It's like, I don't think it's a thing where... And you know, I could be wrong here, but I don't think it's something where, like, man, it's going to take some crazy science to bring him along. He needs to be on a pitch count thing. I think if he just cuts the weight, d- does it right, like, which is true for every wrestler, I think he's going to be fine at 25. And, yeah, everyone's asking, what is Vito Arujas' upside? He smashes Jay Schwarm, and I think he could be a top five guy. Yes, I don't think, um, I mean, I think Spencer Lee probably texts or pins him quickly. I think that's a bad matchup. Uh, in every way, I think there's other guys that match up better against Spencer, but I think he is going to be a tough one for um, a lot of these guys. And he's really big, and he's fast, and he's strong, and apparently good on top. So yeah, Vito's really, really good. I would love to see him and Glory go at it. I think that would be a really interesting match. Um, you know, is he gonna be able to? If he uses his motor, he can be really effective. I I still think guys like Pitch are tough for him. I think he's gonna get to. I see pitch kind of getting to his legs a bunch and giving frustrating him. I feel a little similarly with a with a Bresser Rivera, but I think he's gonna be in all those matches. Mm-hmm. And and I think I also think we need to watch him against someone other than Jay Schwarm because Schwarm has a really unique style and lets guys in a lot. So I think Vito may have looked a little. It could be. It's possible that he looked a little better on his feet than he actually is. Um, just because Schwarm just kind of. He lets it come to him a little bit. And, to, you know, it didn't work against Vito. But I, I want to see him against a little more fundamental guy. And I don't know who Cornell has on their schedule coming up. Well,
0: but. Good question. Wow. <laughs> uh, he'll see Brent Fleetwood next.
2: Uh, that's a great, that's a perfect test. That there is a per- very fundamental, super solid guy. Guys that's good in all positions. If he, if he has a, a dominant win over Fleetwood, I think that's telling.
0: And then uh, Cole Werner. Uh, Wyoming, and then maybe Colby Smith. If oh. He's back. Uh, Elijah Oliver from Indiana, then Lehigh. I don't know if um, Shram Indiana. will be. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah.
3: Is Shram done? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think Lehigh's in a bad way this year. Dude. But yeah, Le- I mean.
0: He could uh, see Pat Glory on February 9th.
2: Oh, how about that? That's, that's a great um, EIWA finals, potentially.
3: Gloria, yeah, absolutely.
2: Because I kind of was lacking a little bit of that heat. That would be a good one. So he'll
3: uh, get like five or six more at least solid good matchups. If he'll not see rent, glory if twice
0: yeah. in the duel and then EIWAs. Yeah. And then the NCA finals. Potentially. Wow.
2: Potentially. You can't rule it out. Okay, <laughs> so that was uh, Vito. Looked great. I don't know if Willie has any thoughts on Vito. Yanni is probably the other topic of discussion. Not that I'm sure how much there is to discuss. Other than he's back, he looks as good as ever, um, if, you're, if there was any concerns, I don't think any of us had any concerns like how will he be post-ACL. I think at this point in college wrestling, you just see when guys come back from the surgery, they're generally okay. And, you know, Spencer Lee, knee surgery, comes back, wins NCAAs, looks good, even with a giant knee brace. Um, so, yeah, I think thought he looked good. I don't know what, what else there is to take away from, from Yanni. The the thing
3: that I liked, um, so first of all, clearly I think it was smart for them to have him go to Matt Town, right, and just literally get some Matt time against some guys. Some Matt Town Matt time. Yep, Matt Town Matt time. Uh, and then I kind of like that he was match one right off the scale, because he had, I mean, he hadn't had to make weight and go immediately out in months, right? So it was good to see him like okay. My weight cut's still fine. I'm, I'm still good at that. Like all those things that you know that Yanni knows how to do, right? He's been wrestling like this forever, but like it's just still good to see, right? And it's good for Yanni to see. It's good for the coaches to see that okay, I can step off the scale, Matt one, beat a really good guy in a tough environment, and yeah, the you know the the injury is what it is, and and I'm basically over it. Like this, I'm I'm back to being me.
2: Yeah, he's good to go, all the way. So he looked. Uh... He looked awesome. Loved the West Gym environment. Seemed like a fun one. Oh, yeah. Nom- Nomad snagged a lot of quality camera time. He <laughs> positions himself strategically for every duel. <laughs> if you didn't uh, watch any of the matches, really, and you'll see Nomad in a nice uh, white polo. He's got his phone in, in his left hand and a camera in the right. Sometimes both. Sometimes he goes just phone. Um, and you can, you, I, I found it insightful. You, you learn about a guy. Like Kendall Cross watching Terry Brands walk back <laughs> to center. I was watching Nomad, uh, and I was learning things about the guy.
3: So, yeah, because sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, we need pictures for this match, but mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, okay, we just need, uh, we just need um, video.
2: Hey, Stinkface, are you going to talk or just sit there with that look on your face? Yeah.
1: I want to know if he wrestled the Schwab kids.
2: Oh, my. Yeah, we
3: went 30-minute grind matches uh, yesterday morning. How'd it go? How'd that- I broke them. You broke them. Nice. No, but they're—, they're I was
2: so mad at Mike Mal. He thought, he thought those kids could beat you.
3: They are they are incredible for like they are going to yeah, be amazing.
2: I know in, in maybe three years they could. Oh, no, for you. sure. Because yeah, they're this... like
3: six. They're like sixty pounds.
2: Yeah, there's no way, right? Yeah, you would beat they're them, They're like sixty right? pounds. But because they least... are going to be
3: incredible, guys. Like I can't wait. I I'm know, really excited. but they're nine. Yeah,
2: they're nine. I don't care. Give me Kale, age nine. I'm gonna beat him. Okay. Yep. That's a promise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kale. I just think it's true. I think Did I can. Did they beat... come after you two? Two at a time? Now that would be tougher. I don't think you could beat them both. Simultaneously. I don't
3: know Two, to to the legs and arms and elbows and hands to start adding up quickly, you know, yeah, elbows definitely out of it's
2: the elbows, it's the elbow count,
3: yeah, but okay, here's the thing, guys, oh boy, every team in the country needs to wrestle a duel in West gym. That's it. it they is, have to have I've seventy never duels been a there, year. But
1: it's so cool.
3: It is a great environment. it is hot as hell they they love wrestling, they appreciate wrestling. And it's, it's tight. I mean, you can get like probably 2,000 people in a very tight environment. Um, every team needs to schedule dual in West Gym. And what's the season ticket situation there? Uh, phenomenal. Because that was supposedly a bad crowd. And it was like 90% full. We've full. talked about it on yeah, the radio. We, we mentioned it a okay. couple of shows
2: ago. Uh, yeah, the man loves season tickets. Big season ticket guy. Big season ticket guy. <laughs> That's on his gravestone. Loves season <laughs> tickets. Big season
0: ticket guy. You own season tickets to any school or anything?
3: Well, all of them. Oh. Every school that has season tickets, I purchase them to help their numbers. Wow.
2: All right. Don't hey, he really so. puts his money where his mouth is, and you, you gotta Man. love it. You gotta love to see it. Okay, um, where to next? Hayden Heidley lost again.
3: Yeah. To mm-hmm. someone
2: he beat before, uh, maybe several times, but maybe just the once. Irrelevant. He beat, he lost to Tyler Berger two third <clears> period <throat> takedowns, and so it's. I think like,
1: he beat him twice.
2: Yeah, I know it was at least once. I know they hit it a duel for sure. Uh, they
1: wrestled in a duel, and then. Um, what was it? Semis? NCAA semis? No, but it was Pantaleo Quarters,
0: 3-2, and in the duel, 6-3 last year. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, the you know, Hayden Heidley lost one match last year, and it was to Jason Nolf and he had a real schedule. He beat guy. He beat Berger twice. He beat Pantelio. He beat basically all the dudes. The only guy you could say he didn't hit was Michael Kemmer.
3: He didn't hit Shields. Okay. Which but, both those guys are now up anyway, so it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, but I would say he, I, I'm not well, like, would he beat Josh Shields? He would beat Josh he's Shields. He's
3: like 0 and 8 lifetime against Josh Shields.
2: Well, I don't think he'd ever beat, he, he clearly became a different guy at NC State. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, so the question is like, what's up with Hayden Hydley? I think this is natural, and I think it's okay because one, th- even though i mean i think we had the questions even going into ncas how is he really the second best guy is he the or number he was the one seed is he the but but everyone knew nolf right, right. next topic so we were like Heidley, is he really this dude right even going into ncas did he have that laser focus from coaches going in like hey we got it. i think now it's like all right for sure, we got to be ready for this guy. You just have it more of a target on your back when you go basically undefeated to the NCAA finals. And so he's getting everyone's best shot now. And I think more than anything, not more than anything, but one of the facts, he has a very yep. simple mm-hmm. but effective skill set that can be game planned for. He's not, it's not like um Zaheed or Mark or Roman or Spencer, where it's like. Okay, take away a thing, and you sh- there's like a thousand ways they can beat you. He has a very s- specific way he wins matches, and he has a control tie that he loves to work from, from that underhook. And I think, I, you know, now coaches are coming up with better game plans. And I think this is the natural progression for Hayden. And now, Hayden, being a champion and a, a real stud, his next move is going to be evolve, and it's going to ultimately make him much better. Right. But right now he's learning, Okay, this is how people are approaching me. So now Pat and company are going to figure out that thing. And then he's probably going to be the number two guy um, by the time is roll around. But right now he's got to
1: figure out that thing that they're doing to him. Yeah, I think all those things. um, And I think there's some seasonality to it, like where they are in the season. Same thing with, you know, with Zahid Mm -hmm. kind of is that Hayden had a very busy, he had a very busy year. Um, I think when you come out, you know, you're a highly prized prospect, you redshirt a year, you're hungry. You're chomping at the bit. Your first your first NCAA season, laser focus, I'm going to make my mark. I'm going to prove myself. Um, and he has zero losses going yeah. into NCAAs. And he has one loss, and, you know, NCAA runner-up as a, as a redshirt freshman. And then you spend all this time up, up, up. And he went to – he was in the finals of – he was in the finals of the U.S. Open. Yep. I mean, he was in the finals <laughs> of the U.S. Open as a college freaking freshman, right? Uh, and then U23s and everything. So he he was up. For a while. For so, for so long. And now he comes back to the NCAA season, and it's like – you know, I first of all, I'm not up. I'm not. I'm not peaking for twelve months. And second of all, you know, like last year, I was undefeated going to NCAAs. I took second. It's like in an early December duel against Tyler Berger. I in a in a one off duel against you know Larry Early. He doesn't look up, and it's probably a good thing that he's not up. And also, the body language of of Burger. I watched I watched Burger wrestle. I watched Nebraska wrestle UNC on Friday night. And Burger looks, you know, he goes out there and he wrestles. Two days later, he's at NC State. You could see the laser focus and how much he wanted that match. When I'm watching him in the background when 49's going on. I can tell like he's he's into this, right? So, like you said. N C A finalist, he got a bullseye on
2: him. Yeah, he does. I'm not worried. You know, I think I think he's gonna be fine. I think I think it, and one thing I really I truly wasn't considering the freestyle dynamic. Didn't he make a team this summer too? Yeah, he, he was at U U23. 23s So like Which was in, which like a which, which was was an hour ago. During yeah, the yeah, season. I'm pretty sure he flew back to Raleigh from Croatia or wherever it was in, in, in uh, yeah. Romania. Same same country. Those are the same country.
3: He's also not losing. I mean, look, Tyler Berger is currently number three. Larry Early is currently number four. Yeah, but only, be- only because they beat him. Okay, Berger but Berger lost
2: to Griffin Perriot this year. Berger's also finished and Larry third and fifth. And Larry Early lost to Mike D'Angelo
3: this year. So these yes, guys have has. not been
2: like incandescent this year. But, okay, but he's not losing to anyone
3: out of the top 20, is what I'm saying.
2: But yeah, I
3: know. He's not losing to. Pick a random guy that's a like bubble contender to make the Mike, tournament. Mike D'Angelo.
1: Was it incandescent yeah, the bulb that uh, Phil Wellington hit? Oh,
2: hal- halogen. That was a halogen? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's <an> all-time. Well, <laughs> really, just tell that story real no, quick. I think that's a
2: halogen bulb there.
1: <laughs> tell that story. But, Go. Uh, Phil Wellington was wrestling Jaden Cox, and, you know, Wellington had Wellington had beat Jaden Cox before, and the duel's at Ohio. Missouri. Was that
0: Ohio? No, it was at Missouri.
1: That- missouri so missouri they have one of the one of the de blasi kids i think was announcing yeah because missouri has a pretty good journalism program and that, you know he's announcing the match and Jaden kind of throws wellington into uh the table the scorers they table disqualified and qualified for it and yeah and the glass breaks or the plastic breaks and a ball breaks and and one of the De Blasi brothers is announcing, and he goes, "Oh, he throws him into the. That might have been a halogen bulb there. <laughs> like, who cares what kind of
2: light bulb it was? I'm so glad he said it. That was hilarious. I know it
1: was awesome. But it's a it was, halogen bulb. It was
0: just chaos going on. But he was just worried about the bulbs.
2: And the bulb. Well, is it? I think it was concerned. <laughs> does does the halogen I was concerned bulb concerned have some being mercury? Yeah, it might have like. Oh, yeah, maybe it was Mercury. It had some dangerous uh, material inside of it. He was just worried.
3: Like, I remember watching that and being like, I'm, that,
2: if that's Mercury, we, that's not good. It's bad. Mercury yeah. is very dangerous, Willie. Yeah. So thank you to Mr. DeBlasi for calling attention to that potential problem. See, that was funny, uh, like, three years ago. Still funny today because y'all never heard it. Okay, Nick Renan has not been taken down this year, according to his father, who is, you know, m- maybe lying to us. Um... <laughs> but he looks good, right? He's number he look number three, he beats Vans, he was, I mean, very dominant from neutral. Uh, I guess, you know what, Nomad called this one, he threw him, uh, he threw him in that tier two, remember, Willie? And, uh, we were all like, what are you doing? And, to, now, I'll give credit, this is me giving credit, credit to Nomad, he was right, but also, I just want you to know, that like at the time there was like a bunch of dudes that like done a lot of stuff and he's like throwing them in tier three. And I just thought he was a little inconsistent because this dude lost to Bryce Carr twice last year.
3: I also watched the man make Final X. Yeah,
2: I yeah I watched that too.
3: And he looked like, yeah, he looked amazing.
1: Pretty sure he had Ryan. Wait, so wait a in second, Nomad Nomad put Nomad put Reiden in tier two. Well, I mean, are we we're praising that? What who, what what's tier what's tier one? Is it just Miles?
2: Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, then then I get you. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's a one man tier. It's Miles' tier. So
1: yeah, you know, Christian, I saw your tweet. I saw your tweet, and it was funny because I had the exact same thought, probably at the exact same time. Six four. The score was six to four. Yeah. At at the time you screenshot at that three takedowns to four escapes. It's just like. I
2: really wasn't trying to start a thing. <clears throat> I was just like, this is so annoying. It's it, just. It, here's. It's like one guy's kicking the other guy's butt. Listen, if anyone says, just stop saying to me, be better on top or ride. Right, it's like, that's. You're just totally missing the point when you say that because the whole thing to me is like the ratio.
1: It makes no right. sense at all. It, it's just nonsensical. It's like this. It's like, the, here's here's what it is. What did this guy do what did this guy do this guy got three takedowns this guy did absolutely nothing and the score is right here well it's i won't quote. say absolutely nothing because I, 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 I don't want to
2: make it sound like there's no value there's no skill involved with getting away because there because there is i just think to to say okay we'll hold him down there's nothing that suggests that if the shoe's on the other foot that you would hold him down either but yeah. it's just because you're getting taken down, you're getting a scoring opportunity that the better neutral wrestler doesn't get. That's my whole right. thing.
3: I mean, that's how that's how Max Dean beat Drew Foster this weekend, right? He Foster won the takedown battle, mm-hmm. but Dean got out every single time and then rode him for a minute fifty-five. Max is good on in top. the third, plus whatever he got at the end of the second. I mean, I this this is how folkstyle is constructed. Like folkstyle rewards being good on top. It doesn't. It, it rewards being good at takedowns, but it far, 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 far more important to be good on top. That's how it's been. That's how. It's, that's how it it's will not, be. It's, it's not going to change. It's
1: not far more important to be on top.
3: It is. I I well. Watch Seth Gross NCAA look, final look, and tell me otherwise. No, Try to tell me otherwise. You got taken down four times and still won the match.
1: That's that's you're taking a single match. No,
2: be, no, but, but Willie, but that's a scoring system Willie, of, of folkstyle. You can get. It's by definition it's true. You can get four points with one move. You can't do that in any other thing except for the top position.
1: I, I know, but you cannot be you cannot be subpar on your feet. Name name a name a guy in college that name a guy in college that gets by with just being good on, on top.
2: I mean, there's Jake Quite Pataxel.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could almost say Spencer, but he's good. Except, on his feet, he, except
2: he also takes everyone down in the yeah. first thirty seconds of every yeah. match.
1: Right. Anyway. I mean like Like, I don't know. I look at a guy like Daniel Lewis, right? He's excellent on top, but he's not getting by those guys that are great on their feet.
2: I agree. Um, Okay. That's all I got on the Renan thing.
1: Who else? Uh, Kennedy Monday goes up to 65. Any thoughts on how that changes the dynamic of both weights?
2: No, he's a... uh, contender to place at both and that's what it is to me
1: who does it does it help anybody at 57 like okay you know this guy has a better shot of placing or this is more potential points for well we're gonna i just think we'll have have some
2: randos on the podium at 57 um i mean caleb young and griffin caleb young yeah caleb and griffin are currently Mm 7-8 Uh, Yeah, I I just think it just opens up the podium uh, a little bit more. But, you know, he wasn't setting the world on fire this year at 57. So who knows where he'd have been. I mean, the the guy beat Joey LaValle and and Tyler Berger. But, man, he was perpetually up and down. Even at NCAAs when he, you know, had such a great run, he lost to Van Bril and Silverberg. But do you think that was possible because of weight? No. I don't. Um, At least not according to... People around the program, they're like, he's not that big, so. But he's going up. He's got the frame to go
1: sixty-five. I don't think he's like. I think this year he does. I think this year weight was a thing. Yeah. Last year.
2: Yeah. So sixty-five, and um, yeah, it's it's interesting. You never. It's not the first time we've seen Oklahoma or Oklahoma State keep. This is. Oklahoma State East. Oklahoma State East, uh, Coleman Scott, UNC. they did this with like Henderson and Joey Ward. I think Coleman's first year there, where like at the scuffle, they moved everyone up uh, or everything around. So we'll see how, how it works out for them. Once Thoughts again, on 65. Sweaters. Thoughts on their sweaters? Excellent. They loved looked, them. Loved them. They look great promotional. Look like a million bucks. Blue. I like it. Okay. Key um, Smiths. Let's go to the quarterfinals. Questions from friends. Oh yeah, I'm fired up. A lot of people pointed this out. Shame on me for not noticing. Thoughts well, well, on Willie snubbing Samwise underscore two thousand six, who is Sam Herring, the official wrestler of Flow Wrestling. Absolutely disgusting. From the la- from the latest junior high rankings. There's one person you that that, you know what? I don't like to interfere. I don't want to meddle with rankings. That's your thing, high school, junior high. That I, you know, I feel like I should be able to trust you, Willie. I feel like you know what. Willie's done his time. He's the best in the game, but you know what? I got to check you here. No, Sam Herring. I, we should delete him from the site until you rectify this. Get him all in right. there.
0: This is like when he didn't have drew Madden in the big. This part. is
2: yes. And it's
1: even closer to home than drew. Yeah. Two things. One. All right. I got, now I got three things on this <laughs> one. Uh, I wanted him to change. He didn't put official junior high wrestler of FRL in his Twitter bio. It's in there now. Okay, it wasn't at the time of publication. <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two motivation. Oh
2: because wow,
1: Sam. Sam, I think took seventh or eighth at uh, Super Thirty Two. I want him to, you know, I want him to step up a tier, three, four, five, six match maybe. Um, and number three, there's some. There's some deep-seated. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say this. Oh no! But look at his Twitter banner. Look at the Twitter header.
2: I. That's what. That's your exhibit A. My exhibit. He has an FRL. Um. Yeah, with Christian Piles.
1: Well, that's what the thing said. That's that, the old one. That thing's from 2014. He's a Christian that's, Piles fan. He got well, knocked. Down. He got knocked down for the Christian Will, Piles. He, Will,
3: you missed the really obvious one, which the is really he wrestled elementary school division at uh VAC duels and is therefore ineligible to be on the middle school big no board.
2: he's eligible I've ruled him eligible Kyle do you second
0: yes yeah, eligible he's eligible he's draft eligible
2: yeah for he's AWL oh. draft eligible and he's also ah, junior high big board draft eligible so I think you need to get him in there um
1: we'll uh, you'll we'll in eventually
2: you have until midnight tonight it's Sam Sam's the man oh. um oh, man. Someone asked, why is Willie still included and tagged in FRL questions? It's so that you remember to not ask him. It's just a reminder.
1: <laughs> there's a couple. There's a guy that said. Uh, it's just to just dangle
0: started, it in front of Willie. Yeah. Like, this is what you could have. But you playing.
1: No, I like to be involved. I like to see the questions. Uh, there's, there are some good ones. There are some terrible ones, though. What somebody the, started a Twitter handle that said, let Willie talk. Yeah,
0: let Willie there. answer. Let,
1: let Willie answer. His yeah. name is Wes Ling. Yes.
2: Wessling? That's funny. Um, there's a yes. lot of... You know what? Uh, Twitter owes us. How many How many accounts have been created because of this show? There's now a Penn State Next Topic yep. Twitter handle. There's multiple FRL Inquisitor, FRL Questions Twitter handles. Um
0: we should get some stock on Twitter. We should
2: get some stock. I guess we could technically buy it if we
1: wanted. No, we
0: should no. not have to buy it. Works. Yes, no, we're not we're buying it.
1: at least five accounts <clears throat> that are parody accounts of me with that. Stupid. Uh, I know. With that, with that Gru guy from.
2: Oh, yeah, from Minions. The Minions yeah. one. It's a, Some of these jokes, you know, the Penn State Next Topic handle has the classic picture of Willie and the turtleneck. Um, oh, it
1: does? Yeah, yeah it it's like
2: you know what? There's literally 76 of those floating around the the Twitter sphere. It's like it's like find a new slant. Well, it's also like clearly, not that big. yeah.
3: Clearly, if it bothered Willie, like he would fight to have that picture completely str- stricken from the. He internet. knows he, he But hey, like it's still there. Like it's there for a reason, guys. He loves like, it. He wants you to find it. It's honest.
1: okay that it's a thing. First of all, I like uh, it was a picture from 2002. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even embarrassed about it. I mean, that's what, like, if I... You look great. Yeah. <laughs> Stunner. Yeah, I do that... if I look great, but that's what... I don't know. What am I... Who cares?
0: That was what was years... in then.
1: Yeah, I... dude. Turtleneck sweaters were
2: definitely in in 2002.
0: The earrings? I don't
2: know about don't the earrings. I don't know about the earrings. Yeah, yeah, that's pushing it. Yeah, double earrings. Um, but you know what? Willie, Willie does his own thing. Um, so, yeah. I forgot, I don't even know why we were talking about that, but there we go. Because of all the multiple accounts on Twitter. All the multiple accounts on Twitter. A lot of questions about segments that they want us to do. One of them, can you guys bring back the one urban legend per episode? That was the Golden Age of We're doing it Thursday. I agree, and you know what? I don't like to throw people under the bus, but this is Kyle Brackey's wheelhouse, and he hasn't been bringing us anything. There's been no Mothman mm. updates, mm. no Sasquatch, mm-hmm. Yeti, mm-hmm. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, aliens, nothing.
0: That is on me. I'll take full responsibility for it. I got a, Ownership. Little, got a little too serious.
2: Well, I'll tell um, you what.
0: But you know what? I'm going to have something special for you guys Thursday. <laughs> it's going to be a weird show. Nomad's not going to be here. Yeah, I'll be here. That's why, I'm wearing, um, that's why
3: I'm wearing this. I'll get up and show you guys in a second.
0: Yeah, but... Uh, We'll have something nice and weird for you Thursday. All
2: right.
1: Kyle, you could quarterback the uh the Urban Legends type stuff, but additionally, some of the sidebar stuff that we've gotten into in the past, Christian Kyle's already watched it. I don't know where Nomad is on it. Oh Christian just started watching <laughs> part two of Making a Murderer. I don't think Nomad's seen the original season. I'll tell you what, it has me incensed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> well incensed, we were I- Wisconsin, what are you doing, Wisconsin? It's like backwoods <clears throat> country club cover up old buddy stuff. Yeah, it's weird. It's despicable.
2: I mean, I I just we were always team Dassey in this whole dynamic. This is going back this is for the for the old school FRL listeners. We're talking 2015 or so. Mm-hmm. We're doing the show from the basement. Um Yeah. I, I was incensed. We want we him out. We, we knew all the – there was even a rap song that came out that we listened to. <laughs> drive to drive, he didn't do it. She didn't do it. He didn't, he didn't, didn't do, do it. it. Drived to Minnesota gave his dad a soda. <laughs> yeah. There's tons of great lines like that. I think it was Jay-Z. Um, so, so, yeah, I need to finish season two and we can have more substantive uh, conversation. He told me about it. I know you're. You said you were up. We got so we have an eight AM content meeting on Monday mornings. And Willie says I've been up all night watching watching Dassey. He's
1: Like I watched it straight through ten episodes. <laughs> and then went to the content meeting. I, I was talking. They were like, "Yeah, uh, Willie, can you have uh, can you have uh, these rankings for Tuesday?" I'm like, "I'll tell you what." I believe this lawyer.: Yeah, you it's know like you know like forensic evidence.:
0: I talked a lot about it uh, with Nick V. He's watched it all.
2: Oh shoot. Nick V is a good person to have uh, talk to talk about these sorts of conspiracies because he thinks it all goes straight to the top. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Trump or Obama were, were involved in some way. Okay. Mm. So yeah, I think we need to bring that back, and also Willie Pickhams uh, asked Chuck family, can we bring that back? And I can't remember. Were Willie Pickums where I came up with the matches and we just like, you and I had like a contest, right? Of yeah, who get, got them the most right? Did I we pick? We should a- remember that. We did that for a long time. Willie Pickums was a thing. We need to bring used him to
3: back. be in the dock. I used to, because I used to be like, okay, so who
0: are you picking? We kind of Will- transitioned to lines last year.
3: Yeah. Willie yeah. always does this thing where he'll like meander around and yes. be like, well, you know, Bracky's good, but CP.
2: He da 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 it's way to like, like, Just pick, pick the freaking max. No, yeah, pick the I mean, he figures out a way to pick both guys. He does. He'll he'll say yeah. one on radio and one on Twitter, and just delete the tweet if he's wrong. Or yeah, it it he does make it tough.
1: It, I'll tell you though, he is. A I'm a be, I be, I'll be I'll be I'll be completely honest. Maybe I shouldn't, but I will. Cause that's what I do. It's tough because I. It's tough when you have been around the, the kids for. Ten years. Yeah, it's like, and then you'll get these things. Hey, oh, you got no confidence in me. Oh, you, oh, you know. I, it's like, I'm just making a pick.
2: I know it is. You, you guys think that? I tell them I hate them. Okay. <laughs> okay, no man, jeez, what? just get Weirdo. out of the way. Um, I want. I'm going to. I'm going to ask this question one time, only so so that it will never be asked again because it is the worst question. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Bill Sites, but I hate this question. I hate the suggestion. And you're not alone, oh. Bill. A lot of people want it. I'm glad Willie. I'm glad to see William Payne because it pains me. Why no 220 in college? No. Don't even think about it. One, why no 220 in college? We already have 220 in college. It's called heavyweight, and the guys that weigh 220 to 230 are really, really good. Their names are Mike McMullen and Kyle Snyder and... Anthony Cassar and Jacob Casper, and they don't need a 220 to win and just make heavyweight even worse than it already is. Do you know what you'll do in the heavyweight class if you make a 220? Do you know what you're doing? Listen, if you can't make 197, that means you must weigh around 220 pounds naturally, right? If you weigh around 220 pounds naturally, that means you can probably get up to 230, 235 theoretically because you have a big frame because you weigh that much already. So you are already, you can be a very competitive heavyweight. Who is losing matches that is extremely skilled because guys are just too big? It's barely happening, and if it is, they're still very competitive. So no 220 college under no circumstances. I hate the idea. I'd rather bring back 118 than have this weight.
3: Just because we call it the cowboy bulk job. Doesn't mean it can't apply to every school. It can apply so, to every school. I'll tell really you what,
1: go. It, it was the worst. This this thing this t- there should be a two twenty thing has picked up steam recently. Oh my gosh. It, it's picked up steam and everybody's asking. They're asking on Twitter. They're talking about it on. Um, and I won't say everybody, but it, you know, you see it once, okay, cute. You see it once, twice. All right, there's a couple. I don't want to say idiots, but. Like, you haven't thought this through yet thing. Yeah. Uh, And then it's just starting to be more pervasive. And it's because Kyle Snyder lost to Kuhn. He won! Uh, I I know, I know. But they were like, oh, that a guy of Kyle Snyder's ilk should never take a loss. And, you know, Kuhn outweighed him by this much. Listen, okay, yes, yes, Kyle Snyder... One of the greatest on earth, right? Also, Kuhn's uh, world class. He's a lighter. He is a lighter heavyweight. But listen, that does not, that does not mean that you should create a whole entire weight class. That is like, that is so reactionary uh, and knee jerk. Listen, a couple years ago, I don't know, ten years ago now, high school went from, uh, you know five upperweights to seven upperweights, you know, they went from, they put in a 220, they put in a 195. It's so diluted. Oh. And, and college is so, I don't want to say college is diluted, but heavyweight stinks this year. 197 has been a disaster for about three years. Now you want to add a 220 where, frankly, there's no talent already? Yeah. Don't be an idiot.
2: Yeah, it's it's it just would be really, really, really bad thing.
1: And and, the, and look, I, it bears, I know I repeat questions sometimes, but it bears repeating. If you weigh 220, get on protein shakes and hit the weight room, and you'll be fine.
2: Right. If you
1: weigh 215, go take a dump. You're making 97. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's not <laughs> hard.
2: I wonder if, does Willie know how, oh, never mind. I'm, <laughs> even, I'm even gonna open that can of worms. Um, yeah, classic 18 pounder. Uh, all right. Um, oh, pull up that tweet I asked uh, uh, there, Kyle, Cody's. Uh, yeah. Can you report on the schools, uh, on the schools participating? Midlands can't find Go online. Go to the event page. I got them ready. Assuming. Oh yeah, Richard Champion. Um <laughs>
1: yeah, See, you're a goof when you st- do stuff like that.
2: What? Richard Champion. That's his name
1: at I uh, know. You just sh- set
2: me up and then go <laughs> don't you and do it. Bobby you set him up. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh no, for real. If you go to the Midlands event page, there's a tab called uh, says Teams and it has a list of all
2: the teams going. The event page on Flow Wrestling. Yes. I'll do
0: it really quickly and I'm only gonna do
2: it no, once. No, no. No, no. you're do not that. allowed to read well, the names. Come
3: on. <laughs> he we I, I want to time me. No. <laughs> See, like, yeah, time me. make it a competition. All all right, let's let's I didn't bring my chronograph. No, Let's time him. Hold on, I'm gonna time him. I got it right
0: here. You have to be able to understand what you're saying.
3: Okay. I'm only going to do it one time.
0: Ready, set, go.
3: Army, Arizona State, Brown, Book, now Buffalo, Cal Poly, Campbell, Central Michigan, Franklin, Marshall, Fresno State, Harvard, Illinois, Iowa, Maryland, Northern Illinois, Northern Iowa, Northwestern, Old Dominion, Penn, Princeton, South Dakota State, Wisconsin.
2: Done. 7.83. Woo! That's that, was, a, that was pretty good. I can understand what you we were saying. That's a new record. Do you have looks, some lineage good. that was like auctioneers? Uh, yes. I do. 14 generations. My Uncle Robbie was an auctioneer. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he was, yeah. He went down to the Grundy County Auction. <laughs> he went
1: down to the Grundy County Auction.
2: She's an 8, she's a 9, she's a 10, I know. Okay.
1: Hey, your dad... But hold- Okay, go ahead. Your dad had a good zinger last night. Mine? Yeah, on oh, Facebook.
2: What he- oh, yeah, he loves to zing. What'd he say?
1: Well, you wrote an epic long thing about your brother and how proud of you were yeah. of him. And he said, yeah, if my boys have done good and if I was paid in pride, I could by Bill Gates, but I can't. So look at the Christmas list and tell me what you want.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) classic Tracy Zing. Um, But what Richard Champion wants to know, in addition to the team list, which we got that, he wants to know (laughs) what Iowa guys are going. Cassiope's been crushing. And uh, Cody Goodwin wrote these down on a notebook. Shout
0: out to Cody. Uh, Spencer Lee, Perez Perez, uh, Austin DeSanto, Paul Glenn, 141 Max and Vince Turk, Carter Happel, Justin Stickley. 49, Pat Lugo, Jared Glosser. He put in parentheses possibly 157 for Glosser. Uh, then Caleb Young at 157. 65, Marinelli, Brands, Jeremiah Moody. Hmm. 74, Mitch Bowman, Chevy Dodge. 184, Cash Wilkie, Bitcoin. 197, Jacob Warner, Connor Corbin, and heavyweight Stole Cassiope Costello.
2: Dang. <laughs> so <laughs> they can place pretty high at heavyweight. So stole's rest. That could, why will that not be the final? Stole Cassiope.
1: I, uh, Desi? I love Cassio.
2: No,
0: Desi won't be there. Um, no, Oregon State's not going. Um Conan Jennings. Let me try to change your mind. Trent Hilger?
2: Okay. Um I don't think he be Cassio. AJ Cassiel? Neville's? Mm, gunning. Doubtful. Gunning. No Tanner Hall, I guess. He's in red shirt. Right. Dude. Well, that doesn't mean he can't go though. Dude, do they Ratchel. Oh, Deuce Rachel's going to break up that final. He, guys, he had a two-second reversal at CKLV. He did. Oh, why have we, we got to pull that. that How could like, he not? No, listen. I want to put the Titanic music behind it. <laughs> you have to do it. Okay, so
0: Deuce, the Deuce is loose. Slow motion? No, no slow motion.
1: So he
2: gets a restart. <laughs> He's down one. with. There's a restart. They go out of bounds. Comes back. All the guy has to do is... Basically, what didn't happen, and Deuce hits a two-second reversal to win. It was, it was unthinkable, but it was so—it's vintage Deuce. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an all-Iowa final, right? I don't—I just don't see any of those guys, unless Hilger.
1: I don't see any I of them. I can't beating. imagine. it, it should—it should be. I can't Real, see anybody beating them. Question. But I just can't imagine that on the finals it's going to be. Two Hawkeyes and they're gonna wrestle. I just Do you think they're gonna wrestle each other? That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what Yeah. It's like too good to be true, I think.
2: I I will be sad if they forfeit. Yeah, and I think they will. I think
1: they will. I know, that's what I'm saying.
2: Dang it. Hold on. Don't don't do that. You can't forfeit in the finals. That's no forfeit in Midlands
1: Finals. There's no forfeit in Midlands finals. Did you hear what Brand said yesterday about Bowman? know what he say he said he said he got hurt because it was ding-dong wrestling <laughs> like that was ding-dong wrestling but i don't know if he meant he's the best interview in sports. every time i don't know if he meant that bowman was moving in a certain way to hurt his knee or like he should have stayed out of that position or because then he alluded to something like the ref and i think maybe he thought the ref let it go on too long or something i don't know but anyway it was it's He's always good for a great quote.
2: Yes, every time.
1: Hey, I, I
2: forgot to even tease this. Classic bad job by me. But we're going to show the uh, Kyle Dake, David Taylor flow film trailer right now on radio. Because oh, we are? Oh, yeah. I was going to mention it. We just, uh, we just it. sent an email out. No, Caitlin's got it. it. I gave her the file. She's ready to roll Let's with it. Let's do it live. Roll that beautiful bean footage.
3: Finally here, we've been waiting for this match. So here we go, match
1: of the century. When I was eight years old and I said I want to be a four-time state champion, a four-time national champion, an Olympic champion. I've been all my life. He had this like grand goal.
0: Whereas my goal was like real tiny, like I want to be a state champion. You know, I was like, I'll be an NCA champion. And then it
3: was I want to be an Olympic champion.
1: Moment. Now we're going to Budapest. best. My goal is world champion. I'm coming back with a gold medal.
2: There it is. Merry Christmas. Um, so I've seen it. I think all of us here have seen it. It's They're still putting the finishing touches on it. It's about done. And it's, it's really, really good. You guys are going to love it. Great rivalry. You get interesting perspective on how they were thinking as they were going through competing each other. Of course, that year, 2013, when date goes up. Still, one of the most like unbelievable happenings in college wrestling that someone would go up when they have four on the line to the returning Hodge winner, like the stones involved with that. I was like, my dad was at uh, Final X State College, and you know David Taylor's gonna wrestle, and I'm telling him all about David, and he's looking at these plaques and like David Taylor's national champion twenty twelve and twenty fourteen. He's like, what happened twenty thirteen? I'm like. Well you got ten minutes. I'm like, this is kind of the craziest thing that's happened, but Kyle Dake won three titles at three different weights, it was going for his fourth, David Taylor won the Hodge, which dad is the Heisman trophy, and he went up to that weight class and beat him three times. And it's like I can't believe I still can't
1: believe that happened. And it really yeah. happened. He Kyle Dake I really mean, did that. Insane. I remember um Kyle was Kyle was going up for the All Star Classic at the time, and it was he's going to wrestle David Taylor, and that's cool, right? That like, that's a pretty cool thing. And I don't know how long after, but Bader, Bader was just like, "Will you? You gotta, you gotta call Spades, or you gotta call somebody from Cornell." So I called him, and it's like, I remember right in the I remember right in the headline, Kyle Dake will go up to one sixty five dot 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 for the rest of the se- for the whole season mm-hmm. and it was like you know just like you said the stones and the the what that meant to the whole season and i mean that's his that's that a like historic thing
2: yeah absolute history so it's pretty cool kyle
0: talks about why he wanted to go up and then another aspect that i found really cool with it is um, they talk about adjustments they made from match to match, mm-hmm. and then show the technique on each other. Yeah, like they so they talk about it. They show the match, and they're like walking us through it, and then they show the technique like on each other. So that was pretty cool.
3: So, as far as how the the movie's actually going to be rolled out, it, we're kind of doing it a little
0: differently, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we need is, to talk about this that. This is cool. Yeah. So, all right, Christmas Eve is definitely a little different, but the way we're doing it, okay. It's going to be live, live viewing only on Christmas Eve. You can watch it at noon Central live on the site, live only. So if you're it's at like, like
0: a live event. It's like a duel. So if you watch a duel, it will run start to finish, and that's it. That's
2: it. And then, so at twelve Central noon, and then eight Central PM. So noon and eight on Christmas Eve are the only times you can watch it.
0: You will not be able to watch in between there yes. on Christmas Eve, and then. Christmas Day,
2: it will become... It'll be up on the site. Merry Christmas to all of you. So if you want to catch it a day early, Christmas Eve live at noon and live at 8 o'clock. So, um, pretty. And in between
1: playings, Flo will offer nothing but a Yule Log video. (laughs) We're bringing Yule Log back.
2: I'm bannering that. You know what? (laughs) It's a good idea. I think it's aged well, and uh, we're not going to run content. Just straight Yule Log. Um... So, yeah, we're, we're, man, we're excited about it. It's been a, a long time in the making. I think, you know, super appreciative of Kyle and David trusting us with the story and giving us this opportunity and Bader and our our man, Sean Connell, might have Sean on uh, That'd Thursday. That'd be cool. He's the editor. Um, these, dude, these film guys, they're like, uh, the stuff they can do is so, my. I sit in, so every Friday we have a, a what's called a show and tell meeting where like the what we call the VIP team. They're just like the awesome editors. They show us. I can't believe, I don't even know how you do the stuff they do. Yeah. Some of the motion graphics stuff, some of the film stuff, the, the way they craft stories, how well stuff, there's so much freaking talent here. It's unbelievable. You know, I have no idea like the level, the minds that are behind Flow Sports that are, are like not here. The people kind of behind the wall. So we'll have Sean on. He's an awesome dude. He's done, he's done some other films. Oh, he did DeSanto. Uh, you may have watched that one. Everyone did. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other ones. His brother. His brother Reed did uh, Colat. Yeah. yeah. So, so his brother Reed is now on the Flow Grappling Content Team. He's kind of like Reed's a, awesome. Yeah, he's kind of like the uh, Mike Mal or Bader, I mean, but Sean, with like oh, film um, level. Sean did stuff
0: at Who's Number One. Yeah, Sean was the one shooting those like on the ground height videos at Who's Number One, and he also shot the videos with the wrestlers with those sweet motion graphics. Yeah. That Zach made. Yeah. So that was Zach's awesome, too. Yeah, Zach
2: did the behind the dirt. So I could talk about this stuff. I don't know if you guys <laughs> think this is interesting or not, but if you don't know anything about making high-level videos, like, basically, I don't. I just kind of see the end product. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's really, really fascinating to see what they do. They're yeah, really I mean,
1: t- t- very talented people. And it's like some people are like, man, awesome video flow. And, like, you know, they'll tweet it at me or Christian or Nomad or something. And we're like, yeah, we – we, did, we got that
0: done. Yeah. But it's <laughs> when, really neat. Uh, when like, oh, was yeah. coming
1: out, people
0: would tweet me and be like, yo, awesome video, because I was the one that, like, uploaded it. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, thank you,
2: but and Willie, not me. And <laughs> Willie got the Terry. Willie uh, uploaded yeah, Terry. Oh, yeah, Willie uploaded Terry. That was big. He's like, I got this one. <laughs> I don't even think you had to push it through either. I think you just <laughs> straight uploaded it. Um, Okay. I yes, think, so I won't be here Thursday, so
3: oh. nobody got to see it. All right. This is my completely unlicensed. Please don't, please don't
2: uh, take your shirt off. I'm not. Okay.
3: Merry okay. <laughs> Christmas, you filthy animals. Use a wrestling shirt. Completely unlicensed. I have no idea how my brother got hold of this. Wow. But that's why I wore it, because I won't be here on Thursday. Gary Abbott no, will be
2: see, sending you a after Thursday? this show. Yeah, he's going home. Yep. He's going back What's to-
1: What's everybody's schedule?
2: I'm, not, I'm staying home, which is Texas. I don't
1: have nothing till Midlands.
2: I don't have nothing till Scuffle. I don't got nothing till Scuffle either. Are you doing both?
3: No, no, Okay, no. you just did you're doing Scuffle. All right, so Willie's doing Midlands. I'm doing. We're, the rest of us are doing scuffle, scuffle boys.
0: Scuffle bros. All right, scuffle bros. let's do. Let's we're, uh, Nomad's birthday day before scuffle. Yep, we're that's get, huge.
3: We're gonna get uh, Rick and Morty.
2: Uh, <laughs> Don't know what that means. Is that code?
1: I, that, I think that sounded like code for like doing something not. We're getting swifty. Uh,
2: Some Alabama oolong.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <That> <laughs> Who was that was? So who's going to Midlands? Willie, Bader,
2: Bader. Uh,
3: I don't know who else. Kenya.
2: Joe Kay.
0: Joe Kay. And
2: Oliver. Oliver. Stone. Uh,
0: Stone. Isn't Oliver doing both?
2: He's doing both. He's, he's going, going both Iron Man. They didn't say it could be done. Okay. He's a young man. He's, he's a, a young great. man. He's got he's got uh, good energy levels. He's he's up. I've never
1: been. Can you believe I've never been to Midlands? Well, I had not until last year, Willie. Yeah. First term. Yeah. Pretty pumped.
2: It's it's great. And where they have it, it's, arena's awesome. It's a fine venue, Willie. It's very warm. I love it. Okay. Not warm. All right. Caitlin, we are ready to go. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another full wrestling radio live. 339 strong, and we're just picking up steam. So this week, uh,
0: so we tonight dri- we start tonight with events. Oh my gosh. We have let, um, them, know. let them know. Chattanooga, Edinburgh at six. Kent State, Edinburgh 7:30. Uh, West Virginia, Virginia Tech tomorrow night. Reno tournament champions starting on Thursday. College goes first this year, just on Thursday. Oh. Then the high school Friday, Saturday. Oregon State, North Dakota State on uh, Thursday as well, also Virginia, Missouri and there's a high school duel before it between Liberty and Park Hill. We will also be streaming live. KC Stampede and then uh, youth wrestling fans defense duels in
2: Cleveland. Love it. Wow.
0: So wait, so so Reno runs through 23rd?
2: Uh, yeah, because there's a youth tournament, yes, youth tournament on Sunday.
3: So including my best rival, we'll have literally a week straight of
2: awesome content. Yes. And live events. Factual. So you don't have to spend any time with your Fact family. Only. Um, you can just be watching wrestling on Flow Wrestling. Thank you to A6. Thank you for support of Flow Wrestling Radio Live and wrestlers and making good shoes and shirts and all the stuff you make. We'll be back Thursday. No nomad. Single tier. But Willie will be there, Kyle will be there, and maybe Sean Connell will be there. You guys don't know who that is just yet, but you will soon. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next time.